episode 37. That hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. AWB, you nasty. 20 fans, I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. What's going on, Asus? Good to see you again, brother. Good, good. Hold on, let me uh let me admit this guy. Johnny come lately all the time. Mr. <laughs> Johnny come lately. There we go. Johnny come lately. Hey, punctu- punctuality is it should be a key in the Coast Guard, right? Four o'clock it means four o'clock. What? What's going on? <laughs> My tax dollars at work, folks. My tax dollars at work. Hey, man, your tax dollars get fucking time off work, too, man. Oh, my God. Look at my tax dollars pooping. Look at my tax dollars pooping. Oh, my God. Look at my tax dollars drinking White Claw. Oh, my God. Dude, what? Don't be a bro today. Oh, wow. You're so gay. Because you have sex with White Claw. I didn't say this. This is, this is a gender neutral <laughs> podcast, folks. This is a gender neutral podcast. I did he, not say he that. He sees uh, a third of a billion dollars in cocaine. <laughs> Shout out drug runners. He's okay. He drink wine. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's, What's up, going man? on, my man? What's up? Oh, uh, man. Living, living the life. Good. Yeah, dropping it like it's hot. No, I'm like, dollar time. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get back on task, folks. All right, all right, guys. It was a it's a pretty good week. Uh, we go to Paris and we knock it out. I mean, I was uh, that performance that would happen on on Tuesday surprised the hell out of me. I didn't expect it. I don't know about y'all. Um, I know that when we finished the last pod. There was questions about what kind of lineup he was going to go with. Uh, I think EC pretty um, he got it uh, right uh, on the, the the front part, the front uh, the attacking part. We're still going to go with the bland Fred. I'm I'm saying bland now. It served its purpose on, on Tuesday. Uh, Fred, Metamine, Bruno, uh, Martial, and and Rashford. Uh, the back we we went ended up going to back five, uh, which looked. I mean Shaw as a center back, I think he can hold his weight. He holds his weight. Um. And <laughs> Axel Twinsaby, guys. Guys have played in, what, 10 months? Yeah, it's been a long time. Him and Aaron Wambasaka put Mbappe and Neymar in their pockets. And I'm and I'm not joking about that. I mean, yes, Neymar had a lot of touches, but they were, like, not, not fruitful touches. Um, and they put him on the ground when they needed to. They put, you know, they, they, they took it to him. And I think that's what, uh, you know, that's what needed to happen. They couldn't let uh, Mbappe get an open space or, or Neymar an open space too much. And when they needed to take him down, they took him down smartly. I mean, uh, I was, there's one time I thought Aaron uh, and Axel got, was, could have got, t- cost us two, two pen penalties in the box. Uh, they're two shoulder to shoulders, questionable shoulder to shoulders. Hey, I'm going to take it. Um, it was beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Okay. Um, but the guy played out of out of his mind. I know there's already talks about 
who you know is he going to replace uh, Lindelof or McGuire? Uh, they you know he they, he's done nothing to, for him to take out of the lineup and whatnot. Um, Fred, Mr. Fred, I thought Fred was dead. Fred was dead, but he came. He, he resurrected himself on on Tuesday. Uh, he put in a hell of a performance. He I think you see you sent me the stats. His uh the um, his pass rating was at ninety percent. Yeah, uh, 90% ground, he, 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 he covered the most ground the whole game. Yeah, um, Yeah, and then Bruno did what Bruno. I mean, it seems like he's coming on a little bit more. He's getting more chemistry with the Martial and Rashford. Uh, even though, even though Mar- <clears throat> Martial scored for the other team, uh, but it was um, you know uh, he, you know he's getting he's putting himself in position, and then Rashford's you know Rashford's ball you know. That strike that you know had pace on it uh, was you know was was awesome. Uh, there's a lot of things to cover, guys. First and foremost, let's talk. I mean, we always leave Ole for the last. Let's put him first. Tactics for this game. Did he get it right? You see. Uh, um, I I personally I I you know I, I thought he should go with the back five. I like Scott and Fred because I like their role, and my only hope is that. Um, you know, he continues to do that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that he is now understanding that if you're going to play a player like Bruno Fernandez, who I think you should play, who I think is a creative and you're going to let him roam, he needs to understand that the two players behind him, the two midfielders behind him are going to help him out defensively because that's really not his role. He's really not going to slide tackle or and not that he can't, not that he doesn't hustle. I'm not saying that. I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying that he doesn't hustle. What I am saying is, Give him the ability to be able to create. I think the back five makes complete sense because we don't really have a right winger. Let's just be honest. I mean, I don't think we have that position. So, I mean, why not just go ahead and eliminate it? Basaka can get down the wing occasionally. But I think now that you have a player in Tellez who is a true mm-hmm. left back, who can truly get down. And actually, if you look at his, his attacking position, actually his position uh, average throughout the game was like right on line with our strikers almost. I mean, it was right there with Bruno. Um, with him whipping in passes, um, with the likes of Tony Cavani, who's a little bit taller, if you have someone whipping in balls the likes of Tellez like he was, Cavani's going to get onto the end of those. I think Tony's going to get onto the end of those. And I think you really see that Luke Shaw's best position is left center back, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, Twinzebe's got a little bit more pace. Um, you know, like I said, Bambasaka one-on-one defensively is great. And it doesn't have to be that when you see 5-3-2, I know my mind goes defensive, but I think we have to look at it and you have to look at, are you putting defensive players on the pitch in that formation? And if you're not, it can actually be an attacking formation. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who you actually put out there. So um, I love what he's doing. I think his next goal um, for me, is, again, finding time for the likes of Donnie and Pogba to play. However, I'm not mad at him. I, I, I honestly love the fact that he can start Bruno, and now we can say to ourselves, let's say we go down one. He can bring on Pogba, bring on Van de Beek. Those guys, for me, changed the game. I've got Pogba's stats in the 26 minutes that he played, and they're absolutely amazing. I've got Van de Beek's it's the same thing. They came on and they changed the game. So um, I get I give Ole all the credit in the world. I knew he would call that type of formation. I'm actually I guess that he would. I'm glad that he did. 
Um, I hope he does it again for Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to need to do that shit for Chelsea, uh, especially with old Timo Werner. Uh, seeing his performance um, just just this past week, uh, man, he's got he's got some he's got some really nice touches, you know. Um, and I think having a nice agile defense and having the the ability of having five guys back and three guys in front or center mid, um, it gives this ever changing flow of you know with those attacking wing backs. Uh, it, it can turn it into a three, five, two, you know, and it's just it, the way it shifts up. It's actually really nice. I, I mean, this, this attacking wing back role is the way to go. Uh, it is the wave of the future trying to find somebody who can form defense and has the cardio to be, you know, uh, a goal line to goal line type of defender. You know, Jesus talks about a box box midfielder. I mean, for fuck's sake, a goal line to goal line, uh, defender is incredible. So, um, you know, tell us, tell us, prove that he could do it. Luke Shaw proved that he can hold back there and still distribute properly. Axel was clutch with his, those beautiful 50, 50 yet mm-hmm. scary, challenging, um, uh, uh, you know, defensive tackles and everything. Um, and then old Spider-Man fucking Basaka, dude, dude, he's incredible. I love that kid. Uh, obviously, whenever he's on and uh, not in the news. But anyway, we'll talk about uh, that later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but you know, every everybody, I I feel like we, you know, could have scored a shitload more, you know. Um, but all in all, it was a stellar performance. Uh, we are starting to pr- uh, prove that. We are Paris St. Germain's uh, Achilles heel. You know, we come in there. A lot of people, they're uh, they're writing us off. They're like, dude, United, don't, they don't have their shit together. But, man, we have a young-ass team now with fire in their fucking hearts. And they're, you know, the captain, uh, Bruno was captain as well, which I feel is starting to shift some stuff. He's controlling the center. He's controlling the team. And um, I, think, I think they're going to do just fine against Chelsea. I, I, I mean, especially if we play this type of line, ultra defensive, yet it could shift into ultra attacking and the drop of a hat and uh, they showed they can do it. So I'm really excited to see what becomes of it. All right. I'm going to eat crow right now. Uh, I'm going to apologize uh, because I was wrong. I was very wrong at the beginning of the season. So I can admit when I'm wrong, EC, I don't know about you, but I could admit that I'm wrong. I was wrong about David De Gea, about, you know, shipping him out uh, and putting Dean Henderson in because the fact of, uh, you know, the the psychological effect. The man had a world-class game. I think uh, it, you say, you you, you said, Matt, that it could have been, you know, more in our favor. I think he saved, I mean, he saved us a lot of goals. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying a lot. I would say like three or four, I mean, quality saves. That he made, um, and then obviously <laughs> the the other ones that you know weren't um, weren't too much on target. But yet, I mean he he plays he's, he's playing out of his mind. I, obviously, when he went back for to Spain, he gave up that goal against the Ukraine. I want to say yeah, Ukraine. Uh, but he came back and he's not let that bother him. And you know it seems like everybody's rallying around r- rallying around behind him. Uh, I just I just I'm sorry. 
and I hope he keeps up this good form. And yeah, I apologize. I I, I misread that one uh, about David De Gea. E, uh, Matt, you want to gloat? EC, uh, I know you're gonna gloat, but Matt, you want to gloat first? I I don't I don't need to gloat because I know I'm typically right, and uh, I'm just gonna, and I, I just want to go on record saying whenever I came on this Zoom call, I didn't know we were actually recording. So all that uh all that shit I was talking, uh, my bad. And uh, as you were, no, I don't think. Look, look, I think our job is to say what we feel, mm-hmm. and I think. You know, 10, 10 times out of 10, guys, not 10 times out of 10, but there's going to be times. My point is we're going to get it wrong from time to time. So, you know, when we make predictions at the beginning of the season, except for Matt, when we say, you know, we know who's going to come top of the league or who's going to score the most, you know, we're putting our we're putting our necks out there on the line and, and we're, we're trying to give you guys what we think. And, you know, we're speaking from our heart. We're not, you know, we're not out in Vegas. So we don't have these, uh, you know, predictors or, or anything like that. So. You know, I, I I applaud De Gea and I applaud Jesus for saying, "Hey, you know, I I, I got it wrong." I think I, you know. Here, here's the here's the thing, you know. I think I think all of us love all of our players and we want all of our players to do well. But I think the best thing about this pod when they're playing crap. And let's just be real, he was he has not been playing well for the past probably two seasons, and so. The save that he made with his legs, mm. I mean, that was that was world class. That was the De Gea that we're all used to seeing. So yep. they, were, they, they, they had five shots on target. He made sure everything was stopped. That's his job. He did that to, to, to a T. And, you know, maybe, may, I don't know. I'm not De Gea. I, you know, he's 28 years old, 29. Maybe the Henderson thing is in his head. But maybe he's just showing us what he already had, right? Maybe, maybe it was just a, a run of bad form. And hopefully, um, it's a it's a stretch of good form because, as you guys know, I mean, this is the beginning of Chelsea, Leipzig, mm. Arsenal, back to Eastern Bowl. So this is he's going to have to step his game up just like he did, um, just like everyone else is doing. Olegana Sorskjaer uh, included. Yeah, we we have a rapid run of games um, coming up, and it's going to be an interesting interesting uh, couple of weeks. Uh, another another guy that I'm not going to say I was wrong about. The jury's still out. Uh, because I think these these two, you know, De Gea and Fred are probably. In, I know, obviously, De Gea won the man of the match for the club, uh, but you know, for right now, for this for this triumvirate, uh, probably Fred and De Gea. I don't know, Matt. Who's your? I mean, who's your man of the match? Who would you think? I mean, do you think those two are top performers for this for Tuesday's game, or is there a dark horse that you have in mind? No, you're, you're talking about for a man of the match of this past game yeah, between, yeah. between those. I think De Gea, I mean, it, it was it was obvious for me. Uh, De Gea, well, not only did De Gea get man of the match, but we may not always agree on man of the match. You're like, mm, okay. But, I mean, dude, he kept our fucking head above water, mm-hmm. just like De Gea used to do back in the day, you know? So um with without those fucking cat-like reflex saves uh that Mbappe rip the Neymar rip fucking everything the, the foot save just all that stuff man without that we we would have been you know actually annihilated uh we've seen we've seen to have fumble it before but not this one man he was on point and for me uh, not not biased because I am a goalie, but that performance was fucking top notch, man. That was that was a worldly fucking performance on his behalf. Fred, 
Fred was incredible too. I mean, and so is Rashford and, and Fernandez. Uh, Fernandez really lucked out with that PK. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I think uh, on, on numbers on paper, Fernandez got uh, man of the match. Uh, but it was it was those top four. It was uh, uh, who was it? It was De Gea, Rashford, Fernandez, and Fred in that order. Um, for me, or uh, yeah, for me anyway. But I mean, but what, let's talk about Fred's performance. I mean, because um, I, I mean, I I wanted to sell him in the beginning of the season. I didn't think he was he, uh, last year was wasn't a good year for him. Uh, but like you see, you sent the stats for him. Uh, I don't know if you could pull them pull them up again, but I got, I mean, I've got him right here. Yeah, he. I mean, he covered ground. His passing percentages. I mean, it's just. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's him and Bruno that play well together, or him and McTominay are playing well together as a tandem, as a defensive partnership in the midfield, and they're letting Bruno do his thing. I mean, I what, think you what, hit it on the head. I think that's it right there, and I think that's what Ole is seeing is that. Bruno's my creative. Mm -hmm. If I'm not going to play Pogba in the 10, I'm going to play Bruno. And I don't think anybody can argue with the fact that Bruno is back in form. And so I think if you look at the fact that Bruno's, you know, running that 10, linking up with the, 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 uh, the attack, you know, you, you, you have the freedom to run around because you've got Freddie McTominay who are going to get dirty, who are going to push, you know, foul, you know, play that rugged ball in the middle um, to where they're cleaning things up in front of that front three. So, if you look at Fred, I mean, his pass accuracy is on. He's at 90.3%, 100% long balls, 100% in the final third, nine duels won, eight ball recoveries, five tackles, three interceptions, two falls won, and a clearance. I mean, the guy played a great game. Um, he's he, he, for me, is in the, the top three. I think it was him, uh, De Gea, and um, Amarwan Basaka uh, were the guys that, for me, I think really changed the game. Um, I know, I understand Tony, you know, he had an Oscar and, and, and got us that first goal because let's just be real. That's not a pin, but listen, if you fall down like they do these days and they give you the penalty for United, I'll take it. You guys can call us Pinchester United all you want. I love every minute of it. Um, Bruno's missed now two straight games, two straight mm -hmm. penalties. Uh, he's missed. That's a, that's a little concerning. I'm not ready to switch him out, but he has missed two. So I think that is something that, that should be a talking point if he does miss again. But uh, yeah, I would I would put the, like I say um, probably Aaron up top as my number one, maybe maybe man in the match right behind Fred and then De Gea because I just feel like with Neymar and with Mbappe um, coming at him, um, I really felt like he he uh, he showed out. I just need him to show out against the Burnleys, against the you know the the, the lesser size. I feel like maybe he thinks, oh, I can kind of take a break because you know these guys can't get at us, but mm. but I think they can. So. Um, yeah, Fred. Fred played amazing. But I think I think Jesus. I think he hit it on the head. I I hope he does that. We're gonna see because, you know, let's let's just let's talk about the elephant in the room for a second. Maguire didn't play, right? And this is a huge win for us. And he didn't even come. So, I don't know if that means you know he's already been stripped the captaincy. Um, that's gonna be another talking point. You know, tomorrow if Bruno holds that uh, yeah, armband. Yeah, you're right. Does does to Matt's point when you got a Werner who's flicking the ball over the head, flicking it with his head, then kicking it in for his one of his three goals? I think he scored or at least two that he scored last week. Um, do we want a slow center back back there playing with Timo Werner? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. So I think you know when you run a back four, that means you understand and know that you have a back two of a pairing mm -hmm. that you can rely on and. We don't have that. We have a back three 
that we can count on with two wingbacks, but do we have a back two pairing? I don't know. Well, you bring up a good question about McGuire, and we'll talk about here that here shortly when we get to the Chelsea review. But on the, um, one of the last things we want to bring up about the, 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 the PSG game, the new boy, uh, Alex Tejas. Uh I think his performance was pretty pretty damn good. And like Easy said, most of his positioning was uh, a, a forward. The only thing I didn't like is the delivery of his ball looks like he puts too much effort. And it just looks like he tries to wind up too much, and then he he kicks it in. It's not very fluid. But, you know, he was getting for it and putting in the ball. I mean, a lot <laughs> – you see, he did – I mean, Luke Shaw doesn't do that. I mean, yeah. he, I mean he wasn't putting in balls like that. Um, I think over time he's going to get – you know, he'll get the, um, the flow of the game, uh, get the uh, – <clears throat> read his players, read his teammates a little bit more. But I think Tejas, I mean – as is this, the debutant is his debutant game going against PSG, uh, it's pretty pretty awesome. I mean, I think he, I mean what he did, uh, you know, first time with United, you know, popped his chair against PSG in a Champions League game. I think you know his performance is you know up there too. No, oh, he played well. Played sixty seven minutes. Uh, had thirty nine touches of the ball. Seventy three percent was his pass accuracy. Um, two of seven duels won. Crosses completed. The dude tried eight crosses, got all got all of them in. Three of them were actually completed or got mm-hmm. to. Um, two fouls conceded, one foul won, three chances created by our left back. That does not happen, guys, right? Uh, no interceptions, uh, one tackle, and he dribbled past one guy. So I just feel like with him going forward, with Basaka, you know, playing defense, because I don't think we have a true right winger. I think he's going to have to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Tellis played out of his skin for his first game in those ugly jerseys <laughs> that they wore uh, the other night. You say what you want about those ugly jerseys, man. <laughs> those things are starting to grow on me. I'm not feeling I'm telling that. you, I'm still going to get one for whenever I go to Miami. I'm going to blend in there with those loud-ass uh, colors, dude. God, those jerseys. Why? Black and white. That's Newcastle. Like, I don't understand. Zebra. No. Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. That's a third kit. I know. I know. I just not feeling it yet. Maybe it'll grow on me after time. All right, Matt. Matt, yeah. uh, Alex Tejas, what do you think? Uh, I was I was happy with his performance um, coming in and uh, and just working it like he does. You know, he was um, he was doing what he does, and and I thought he did rather well with not having chemistry and understanding how players work and just moving to Manchester and and uh, you know, I mean, put yourself in that situation. You you get bots. You you go and do a medical across country. You know, in a, in a whole nother country, you move, you pack up all your shit and you leave and like your whole life is flipped upside down. Right. And now and now you just get immediately thrown into a fucking game. So the fact that these players are remotely able, you know, or, or just at any point in time able to do what they do in just a short amount of time is it absolutely impresses me. And he he actually performed a little bit better than what I thought he was going to. Uh, it was nothing stellar, nothing, no like there was no uh, like oh my fucking god yeah man. But um, I was not upset with him one bit. I I thoroughly appreciated him for sure. No, I put in a good shift, uh, even though like I said he got um, he got subbed off. 
in the 67th minute, uh, and we went back to back four. Uh, I think he um, he moved Shaw to left back. Yeah, he, yeah, he moved Shaw went back to his position. Uh, so in this, I thought he um, getting forward, putting in the crosses. Um, I think it's going to be beneficial for us, uh, especially when he, when he starts getting more game time. I know this show is going to sound like an Alcoholics Anonymous uh, uh, meeting because we have to, the grievance, you know, like we have to apologize for everything I've done because I've already apologized for two things. I'm going to apologize for my last thing. Uh, EC, you said the run of form. We only had no preseason um, in the beginning. I'm going to start, I'm going to apologize now because it looks like we're starting to gain form. The, the, the everything, um, even you, Matt, I'm sorry. You said it to, uh, I was the only one that said, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about anyways. So <laughs> as, as, as going through my 12 step program here on, on the pod, I am going to say, uh, I was wrong about that as well. Uh, it looks like, you know, with the, 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 the first couple of games, Hopefully, maybe, um, let's see, um, I hope the first couple of games were just that getting the rust off, getting the, you know, no preseason. Uh, now it looks like we're starting to, we starting to have a more uh, definitive lineup. And hopefully um, we, we keep up that continuity. And then we, you know, the, the, the new guys, the Pogba's, the Brunos, the Cavani's, um, maybe the Palestri's. Uh, start coming in and contributing as as they should, but it looks like the chemistry with Bruno and the guys up top are getting better. Um, the back line, hopefully, with uh, Axel coming in, solidifying that spot. Mateus Wambasaka looks a lot better than he did in the beginning of the season. So uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully that keeps going. And that's it about that. That's all I got to say about that. Well, I would like to contribute to uh, to that as well. Um, things that I'm wrong about, and uh, that's nothing. And uh, I'm just I'm just once again go on record and say that I'm typically never wrong. And um, but it's good to hear it, Jesus. It's it's wonderful wow. to hear it. Well, uh, I don't think you sound like somebody that I, I, uh, that's somebody that runs the country. But okay, all right. I I I, I don't think <laughs> that's fine. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think that uh, I don't think it's I think it's a little too early kind of on both sides to kind of say, like you said earlier, well, they're you know, they're not playing well in, in our my argument, Matt's argument. Well, it's it's early. Let them get into form. But I think the the um, kind of the elephant in the room or the the jury still out, I guess I should say, is, you know, does all they stick with the back five? You know, and I know we'll talk about that later. And I And I think. To Matt's point earlier, when you talk about Telez being able to come in and and um, adapt, you know, are these players going to be able to know that we're playing in a back five, or are they going to say, okay, now we're going back to Harry Maguire with a back four? So I think that that's going to be where the telltale sign um, of where United is, because again, I think we're able to switch tactically. I mean, we proved it in the PSG game. Mm-hmm. Where you start out with a back five, you drop Telez, you go back to a back four, you put you put Shaw back there, and, and we're still able to hold on to the game um, and attack and actually win the game late. So I'm just anxious to see the lineup um, as everybody else is, and I know we'll talk about what we think um, it'll be. But I think to your point, Jesus, um, I think people need to continue to, to kind of just look and see and understand that it is very early, and I love the run that we're on right now. Um, but let's not get too gassed because, again, we got to figure out 
you know, what we're going to be doing going forward. This this next run of games is is massive. I think that's the yeah, only it's thing. Only, it's only a two-game run, though. We, yeah. we just that's got our saying. asses but we, but we looked, smoked. We, we've looked a lot better in these past two I games. I agree. I mean, yep, yep, yep. to the eye. I mean, to the tra- I agree to with the you 100%. Guy, it's, like, it's like we look like a different team. Uh, but, but, I mean, there's a lineup, though, right? It's a lineup, so We'll yeah. talk about it. And, again, it, the only thing I didn't like about the match is they got – we get five substitutes uh, in Champions League, and we only use one. And I think one, right? No, Pogba and Odani came on very late. We used two. I want. I would. I would have liked because you saw PSG start stubbing seven people on. You know, putting more attacking players on, fresher people. Um, I would have liked. I would have liked to do the same. I don't know if the, the outcome would have been different. I would have liked to seen Pogba and and Donny come in a lot earlier, um, but. The outcome, you know, we, we the defense have held. The defense held. It's just, I want to put, I mean, we're up. I want to put the, the, you know, the foot in the throttle and not, you know, not, you know, cannot come down to a late goal, you know, late goal and, and then tire or just draw on PSG. That's the I only think Dan James came on late too, didn't he? Yeah, Dan James, you're right. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, very late. I mean, they all came on like at the 89th minute. Um, I just saw this little blue fly. Running around, buzzing around. Who the hell? Oh, Dan James is in. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> but it, I would like to see more more substitutions on a little earlier. Uh, that's the only knock on uh, earlier that I have for them. You know, I have for him. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how you know. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. Um, well, we have Chelsea guys tomorrow. Eleven o'clock game here in the United States. Depending on where you are, Matt. I don't know if you you're in backwards time. So fuck. I mean, you probably. I'm really in the same time zone as you. I have told you this before. I'm right on the edge of Easter now. Don't get it twisted. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know, I don't know if they have cable out there where you're at. Man. You live in Alabama. Motherfucker, I'm the one with the better internet. You're over there. You have that government internet, man. That's what I'm saying. You probably have like some satellite. Some satellite. Yeah, what am I in prison? He's <laughs> <laughs> got the federal internet. All right, I think it's on NBC. It's a prime time, man. I guess you could say prime time game. NBC, uh, Chelsea. Again, another thing I was wrong about. I thought said Chelsea was going to win the league, and their form has not been as such because obviously Everton, Aston Villa lost today, so they you know they dropped they dropped points to Leeds, um, but Everton's still on top of the table. I mean, it's just. The bizarro world. This right now, the beginning of this league, it's a bizarro world with City not doing as as as, as hot, and and Liverpool, you know, being you know losing a losing that eight two match against Aston Villa. Uh, it's you know the league's up for grabs, I think. And tomorrow's game, I'm not saying is it a must win or do or is a draw? Would a draw be um, a competitive draw? Would it would that would that suffice for y'all? Uh, obviously, a loss is not, but would a win? Do we have? Is it a must win for us? Just put it that way. Yes, it's absolutely a must win. I I think this is this is you know if you look at it you know you look at the Chelsea game early and you start thinking to yourself, damn, they're about to win the league. I know I was on Twitter and everyone's going, there you go, here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, Timo scores two goals. You know, Havertz scoring. And then they wind up drawing in the 92nd minute. They wind up drawing to South Beautiful. Down. So beautiful. You know, if we look at if we're looking at last year, when looking at this year, look at the difference, right? You have you have a team like City, who what was their biggest issue? Defense, and they haven't figured that out yet. And it's mm-hmm. obvious because they're not winning all their games. Look at Liverpool; 
their biggest best player, in my opinion, goes down and they've already dropped points. Same thing with Chelsea. The only thing that we said about Chelsea, yeah, they did great in the transfer market as far as, you know, going forward, but are they going to be able to figure it out defensively? And clearly the answer is no. So for me, they can be got at. I totally respect their midfield, totally respect what they got going forward, you know, with Pulisic and all them boys. But what I'm saying is we can get at them. I think we can score goals against them. And I think it is a must win because of where we are on the table. I think they're right there in the middle at about eighth or something like that. And I think we're still sitting there at about 13, 14, something like that. So this is huge because, you know, he's got to be able to show, yes, we're running a five, three, two. I hope he sticks with that. I'm praying for it, but we can score goals. We can get goals against you guys and we can defend. So um, I, I absolutely think it's a must win. I mean, I, I feel that it is, but <clears throat> I just, I think it's too early in the season to say it's a must win. Obviously, it's a rival. It's a rival, and uh, Chelsea has been, a, you know, thorn in our in our side for for many years. Um, but I don't think I think a draw. I think would um, I hate to you know hate to use that as a cop out. I think a draw would be um, wouldn't be so bad. But obviously, a loss because everybody's going to be getting points on us, uh, especially the people below us. And then we'll probably drop. You know, we'll drop a. We'll drop points in the league. We'll drop down on the positioning. But a draw won't be so bad. But I want to see the same same type of play that we had in the last match, that we had the match before. I think um, I think we can get at their defense. I think they're, it's shaky, right? Like you said, I um, I thought Chilwell, I thought Thiago uh, would be a lot better when they haven't. Their midfield, I don't know what – Conte doesn't look like what Conte used to look like. I don't know. Is that is that is that my am I dude? I was thinking the same thing. I was like that 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 boy hustles just like Fred, yeah. but Conte used to be more of like a defensive force that would just be like flies on shit, man. You get the ball, you you doesn't matter where the fuck you are, you're dealing with Conte, and now I'm just not seeing that defensive uh, annoyance that he always brings to the table. He's still an engine. He's mm-hmm. still running just like Fred. Uh, he's still, he's still doing that, but you know, I, I was, man, that's so funny. You brought that up. I was literally thinking that whenever I just saw them, uh, you know, or just watch these past few games. I'm like, where is our boy Conte? I you wanted, know? I wanted him at United I, I, a couple of seasons ago. I thought he would be, yeah, I'll still take him. Yeah. I'd still take him. But it's just his, his his defense, you know, his, his his presence has not been there in these past couple of games. Obviously, because you're seeing, you know, Chelsea getting open up on the back end. Uh, we're gonna have to team of Werner and Havertz. Uh, Werner's coming into his own. Havertz, I, I just, you know, he still has not. I think he's still on. He's still not understanding the league. Pulisic, we're gonna see that tomorrow. Hopefully, you know. Um, Hopefully Pulisic, you know, uh, uh, doesn't do anything. But I think he's coming into his own as well. Um, I think they have a lot of firepower, and our defense is going to be tested. But if our defense got got through Neymar and Mbappe, and that's what I was about to and, say. Um, God, who's the other guy? Di Maria. Di Maria. I think we can. You know, I think they if they held their own against those three, I think they can hold their own against Havertz, Pulisic, and um, and Werner. Uh, but well, you know that's if you know if the line is the same, uh, Matt. Uh, when it comes to Chelsea, 
tactics wise, who gets it right, Lampard or Ole? Well, I'm gonna have to say Ole better get it right, you know. Or I know a guy named Jesus that's gonna fly across the pond and go <laughs> choke him out. Uh, that that was a threat earlier in the fucking season. Um, but uh, it, honest to God, man. So so Chelsea has an all-out attack. They have that youthful speed with great fucking attack. However, I feel that they're lacking chemistry right now. And I, I say chemistry all the time, but man, chemistry is important. Whenever you're talking about a one-two pass, it's timing everything. If you're going to hold on to the ball right, when it's, right as soon as you receive it and you, uh, you're not letting it go, you don't have that chemistry. You know, It's, it's about uh, getting the ball, letting go of the ball. Right as soon as you receive it, pass it. And if Chelsea does that and they do it properly, we could be in trouble because they do have that speed. Uh, you'll see. You'll see in this game, Timo Werner is going to be offsides a lot. That boy rides that back line to the fucking to the millimeter, man. And uh, he's offsides a lot, but he is like just he's used to that chemistry, you know. Uh, back back at his home, you know, back back at his uh, previous team, and and, uh, and whenever chemistry or whenever Chelsea gets that chemistry going with Timo Werner. That's whenever we're going to see some issues. Uh, that's whenever Chelsea's going to bring uh, bring it to the table. But um, right now, I don't see it. They're fine tuning it. Um, as long as uh, you know, Ogier Solskjaer, as long as he used the same tactics, a nice defensive hold with a righteous counterattack, um, I feel like that's going to be the formation for us, probably throughout the entire season i didn't see anything wrong with that i know we were talking you know like uh you know during newcastle like or i think ec said it uh, in our group text like this isn't this isn't newcastle we're not playing newcastle you know so you know um but uh i th i think ollie got it right and if he does this and he does and the biggest deal for me if he doesn't play mcguire and if he plays that same back line i think we'll do okay because Maguire is such a rigid fucking Stonehenge Oompa Goompa that he's not fucking he's not doing anything like he's slow as shit, man. And Timo Werner's going to blast right past him. So I hope to God fucking he doesn't play. But anyway, cheers. What do you got? We what do you got? Have, yeah, okay, I see but, reason, uh, I'm sorry, DC. Let me inter interject real quick. Because, um, and then, you're I'll fine, let, you're then, fine. then I'll let you um, then I'll let you finish up that because I, I want to throw this in, the, in, in, in what Matt said. And you can probably elaborate on that. You're talking about the same lineup for two games already. We do the same lineup for Chelsea. We have RB, RB, RB Leipzig on Wednesday of next week, I want to say. And, sure. then, and then we have Arsenal coming up as well. Is that too much, too many games in a row and not sitting these players down and getting rest? I know, every, I mean, everybody laughs at me when I say rest. Uh, and, you know, they're no, like no, playing. that's a thing. That's a thing. Are, you, are they going to get worn out? of not you know and what game i mean which game's important premier league champions league where we're you know we're so far down and not we're, we're middle of the pack lower lower part of the middle pack on the table uh we're barely started champions league in the group stages so it's kind of like where do you pick and choose to you know to overplay your guys is it this run because we have you know so many rb lights you know they were they went to the semis last night last last year in in the um Champions League and their their quality team, and then you have you know we have Arsenal. I mean Arsenal's up there again. 
So do we run the risk of running down our, our the players that we think that are going to produce, like have done in the past two games? You see? I don't, I don't think you do. And like I said, I, and this is me putting my faith in, in Ole, which – I, it, it, I, it, I find it hard to do um, because he's not my he's not my favorite. I, he's hopefully starting to grow on me. That's hopefully what I can say. But I think, you know, the good thing about what he's doing right now is you have the likes of Van de Beek. You have the likes of Pogba. You have the likes of Mason. You have the likes of even a Tellez if he's not going to start in a back five. You have strength and depth. And I think that's something that he can take advantage of. Even even with us not playing Harry, right? We, I, I know for me, I never thought he'd drop Harry at all. Even, you know, with that Newcastle game, with everything that was going on with him and happening in England and then happened in Greece, he still played him. But then he said, okay, we're going to France. Maybe this team's a little bit pacier. Maybe, we, maybe we'll sit him down. So I'm, I'm really down, interested. He didn't get on the plane. That's what I'm saying. He, he, sat, he, he said, don't even come. And so for me, if you're looking at it and you're saying, Good. I understand now. Because it, look at look at Harry Maguire and what he does for England. He plays in the back three. So it's not like he can't, right? And so that excuse of, well, we're playing in the back three and he doesn't, that's that's an, that's an excuse that gets thrown out the window for me because that's what he does for his his nation. So I I honestly think that he he's understanding what he has. He doesn't have a right winger, so he's not going to play one. He doesn't have the paciest center back that, that was his captain. He took that off of him. He gave it to someone who's going to be a little bit more vocal, get in people's butts, tell them where they need to be, tell them why. He understands that Tellez is a natural left back. He's playing him there. He understands he's got a creative number 10 and he can't play two of them. It's not going to work early. I think later in the game, and it's been proven the past two games, and I know it's just two games, but when he brings Pogba and he brings Van de Beek on, people are a little bit more tired. I'm not saying they're a team that play, bring on subs, but they're not subs like Van de Beek and Pogba. It's not even close. So when you bring those two guys on and they start creating things, and maybe it's 1-1, maybe it's 2-2, maybe we're down one, I feel comfortable now, whereas in last year I thought to myself, it's over. Mm-hmm. So I think it's imperative for Ole to say to his team, this is what we're going to do. And I know a lot of people are pissed because it's, oh, we're Manchester United and you know, 5-3-2 is too defensive and that's not what we do. Those days are over. This is new Manchester United. This is Ole trying to regenerate and, and put new energy into this club, which we've needed forever. So I think it, it, it really, really is on him to say, this is what we're going to do. Doesn't mean we can't change it. Doesn't mean I can't go forth the back if I, if I need to take a tell off to your point, Jesus, maybe someone gets tired. But I think he's starting to understand that depending on who we play, I've got different players now who can play different positions. And I think we can start to look at different matchups and, and, and you're going against Chelsea to Matt's point, Pacey, young, uh, creative uh, midfield and Havertz who scored in the last game. Let's remember he's all, he's gotten off the snide. So he's got that feel for it in the premier league. We already know what Timo can do that second goal. If you guys haven't seen it, go YouTube. It was freaking phenomenal. We've got to also play. fuck Chelsea. It's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but I, I think that I think he's starting to understand I need younger, pacier. Because even, even Lindelof, he's pacey. Not like Twanzebe, but he's pacier than Maguire, right? And I'm not saying Maguire doesn't fit a purpose. He does. But not in games where these strikers are just a million miles an hour. Maybe he plays in the lesser games. 
maybe they start to fuse them out. I don't know, but I, I, I'm I'm ho- I'm starting to think that Ole is starting to get it, and I hope I'm right. I hope he picks this lineup again. Um, he's just such a weird manager, and he just next thing you know, it's it's back to something that all of us are thinking, what the hell. So I, I don't know. I just hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't think they're going to get run into the ground because I think he's got strength and depth. Okay, I got wait. something. Let's go see, ahead, see ahead, if, I, if I may. So your uh, your question, I, I, have, I have three things I'm going to throw out there. If I can remember them all, probably not. I'm drinking some uh, some some bourbon right now, so we'll see how that plays nice. out. Um, you know, so do your question was about um players getting rest and whatnot if we keep on going with this line with this lineup that's already been proven for two games now it are are do we need to give the players rest and yes you do need to get give give players rest time to time however you also need to weigh your options about the tactics of the other team so we had to go heavy defense wear them down if you look at all of fair saint germain's um, subs, they were all offensive. Well, with the exception of uh, one left back, neither here nor there. Um, but wearing down that offensive line um, is, is actually critical. So if we end up playing some, you know, slower team, the team that has, um, that's not necessarily playing long ball and quick, quick ball, but, but just that nice slow buildup, then, then uh, Harry Maguire will be fine, you know, um, but uh, with somebody of the speed, the, the likes of fucking Mbappe, uh, <clears throat> Di Maria, Neymar, get the fuck out of here, man. Homeboy, homeboy McGuire wouldn't stand a chance. So you have to adjust your players in your formations um, as appropriate with whatever team you're going against, right? So I don't think playing this 5-3-2 is going to be our end-all, be-all formation. I think it was just what was necessary at the time. Going into my next thing about um, – uh, actually, I was talking about three. I mentioned uh, McGuire. That was one of them. Um, McGuire is not necessarily going to be uh, the center back for us. It sucks because Manchester United, as we've talked about, and everybody knows, is a cash cow. Whenever, whenever it's being run like a business and not like a fucking – like an actual legitimate forward-thinking sports team, uh, you're going to run into these issues. And they're trying to justify spending $80 million, you know, blowing $80 million on fucking Harry Kane at this point, right? So um, as long as they're not going to be caught up in the game of justification of spending all the money and bringing them on tactically when necessary, such as Pogba coming in as a super sub, I'm, I'm telling you right now, uh, Pogba long game just doesn't do it for me. Whenever, whenever you sub him on, that's a psychological warfare. You have tired fucking players on the opposing team. Pogba and Donnie Bandeby come in. They're like, sweet mother of fuck, dude. This shit just got that much harder. You know what I'm saying? So super subbing uh, these, these powerful players, that is a <clears throat> tactical move, which I appreciate. And then the third thing was Tellez. Tellez. I was like, man, why the fuck are we getting Tellus? We have Luke Shaw. We have Brandon Williams. One thing that I didn't even remotely think about was, is this Ole's preferred formation? Was he getting Tellus to have that, that, left, that, that left back depth 
but also to shift Luke Shaw over playing that uh, that flat back three, right? Um, and it it just dawned on me right now. I'm like, sweet God, man, is this is this who is this? Why we got Tellez to get that? Obviously, yes, for that depth, but for this formation, I don't know, man. But it's looking real nice, and I'm not mad at it. That is my three things. Matt out. Hmm. I didn't understand the word you said, but okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, you're right. No, no, here, guys. no, you're right. Um, if it works, don't, you know, like if it's broke, don't fix or it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, word. It's just, <clears throat> I, I think for these, you know, for these next three matches, Chelsea, Leipzig, and, and Arsenal, I think, um, we need to give them as much rest as we can in between matches to um, to make sure that they perform at the best. And getting back to tomorrow's match, um, and hey, let's you, you brought up Harry Maguire, so EC and I will, will compound upon that. Uh, does he bring Harry Maguire back in the in the, in, the, in the fold? And obviously, Axel. Every, every I mean, everybody's clamoring. I mean, pundits are clamoring for Axel Axel Twanzebe to play. Uh, is it something you um, sit? You sit Lindelof, bring in Harry, and um, and have Shaw because Shaw and and, and Tumzebi have more pace, and then have Harry as a, basically the quarterback of the defense. Or you just say, Harry, you're sitting on the bench again. What do you think you see? I think he plays him if he's going to run a back five. I'm, I, you can't play him with this. He doesn't no. care with anyone. We don't have any. If Bai's hurt, which I don't know if it was COVID breaking rules or if he. He was hurt from 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 uh, European or not European play from international play. Excuse me. I don't think you can pair him with anyone that we have, and I think that's that's what I'm saying. I think Ole starting to understand his personnel. Maybe it took him two years, whatever. I don't know. And I mean, to his credit, you get to third place with the team you got playing how you played four three three, you know, uh, four three two one at times. So I think he's understand that if if I am going to play Maguire right i can't play him in a back four he, he's too slow to play with lindelof buys a, a liability he's injury prone i don't think axel's old enough to understand that he's gonna have to cover for mcguire from time to time even though i think he played out of his skin against psg i think you can go ahead and put harry back in there as long as you're gonna have a back five he plays in a back three um let him play next to shaw and and I think he'll be fine, but I I don't think I don't think you bring back in a four three three. I don't I don't think you let him play in front of a, a you know two centered C- CDMs in front of him. I don't think you do that. I think you if you're gonna play him, you know they. I know Jesus talks about money all the time, and I always oh it's not a factor. It it is it, it is a factor to an extent, and I have to I have to eat eat crow myself and say, look. When these guys are on big bags a week, which McGuire is, let's just be honest, maybe they do say, you know, maybe the owners do say, what's going on? Why? He didn't even get on the freaking plane. Is he sick? Is it COVID? What, what, like, what's the deal? So maybe he does show, but I don't think he can show against a back four, and I think I think Ole's figuring that out. I, I, I know it took some time, and, and hey, maybe to his credit, maybe he thought he'd be able to play a back four because of the fact that he thought he was going to get a center back, um, and, and he wasn't back. So... Um, I think Harry gets it, gets this game against Chelsea. It's a huge game. Um, but I just think you're going to see the likes of Shaw, 
you know, maybe even Axel next to him, maybe Lindelof next to him, you know, with Axel there as well. But I just don't see him in a back four at all the rest of this season. Okay. Uh, Real quick before we do lineups and predictions. Cavani, does he see the pitch tomorrow? Uh, Matt? I hope not. I hope he's a super sub. No, no. I mean, (laughs) mean, that's what I'm saying. Does he get on? I mean, because Ole... yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, cycling out players like what we just got done talking about. I think uh, I, I think it would be nice uh, to eventually see him on to be like that solid nine that we've been looking for, you know. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, God damn, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. So this whole Cavani thing's got me fucked up, man. Like I, I like I'm, I'm I, all I thought it was a bourbon. Some. <laughs> Hey, the bourbon's got me fucked up too, man. <laughs> but listen, no, Cavani, Cavani's got me more fucked up more than anything. Like I, so I love him. He is a fucking force. He is a force to be reckoned with, man. And I appreciate him. But I mean, is he is he at the? Uh, yeah, you you've heard me talk about it many times on the pod. Manchester United, they love to pick up names, and we love to be a fucking retirement home to sell jerseys. You know, like I is this is this the same bullshit? I don't know, but I, I think he still has some tank or some, some gas in the tank. I, I feel like he could still provide. Uh, and I, God, man, I hope he does. So with that said, I would like to see him um, not as, not as dirty as what they're doing. Donnie with like fucking four or five minutes of playing time, you know, like, like a little transition period, but I would like to see him subbed on in like the 60th, 70th, 80th minute or so. Uh, what's that? Like the 70th minute. Yeah, I can I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, uh, just coming in and with Tellez whipping in shit because he's an aerial threat. That boy, that boy is fucking, he is a bull, dude. He just mows down people and flies. And I, I, I love to see him play. I mean, I love to watch him play. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he was a free agent, you know. So we we got him up on the free. I said, uh, however, <laughs> I know, I know, man. That that's it. That's it. That's it. All right, I'm going see, in for another class. Quick. Goodbye. He he plays if we're down. He doesn't play. He doesn't play if it's if we're up. If we're winning, I don't think he plays. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need him. All right. Okay. I don't. I think what do you I, think? I I, I I would like to see him play. I mean, I'm just. I'm thirsty for a real center forward. Uh, I've been saying that since you know since last year. Uh, I really want a real center forward to play, so I, I'm really interested in what he brings, uh, and you know maybe he can score for us instead of the other team. Anyways, uh, let's get to lineups and score predictions. EC, go first because uh, obviously you know who's going to take forever. I, think, I, I I hope he goes back to the back five again. I think <clears throat> I think Tellez Shaw. Um, I'm just going to say it because I think he's going to do it. Maguire, um, Lindelof, and Axel. Or not Axel, excuse me, Aaron. I think that's going to be his back five. Okay. Um, I think he's going to have um, Scott and Fred again, the dynamic duo, the, 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 the beaters, the, the, the aggressors. I think he'll have those two kind of holding, not getting too far forward unless it's wide open. Um I think Bruno runs that 10 again. And then I think he goes up front with um, Greenwood and uh, Rashford. Now you said Harry and Bruno. 
Who wears a captain's armband? I think Bruno wears it. I think that's going to okay. be the, the – I think it's over for Harry as far as that's concerned. I think they had a conversation. Um, I, you know, I hope it's not as deep as, like, we're going to sell him. I hope that – because that's just to be more drama. I'd love to get – you know, if you're dead wood, I'd like to get rid of you. I don't think Harry's dead. I just think he's in the wrong formation with the wrong players. Um, yep. So so I just think he will play him, but he will play him in a back five. Score prediction. Um, I think we come out on top on this one, uh, three to two. I think this is a big scoring game for us. I think Mason's hungry and pissed off at all of the chit chat. I think Ole's tried to squash some of it. Um, he did a good job of defending his player. So I think he gets off the schneid. And I think with, uh, with Marcus scoring in the last game, I think he gets off again. And you can always count on Bruno to, to, to get you a goal. But I, I definitely think Chelsea uh, bags at least one. So um, I'm going to give him two, but three to two United. Matt. Lineup, score prediction. Lineup. I think uh, they're. I, I'm right there. I'm right there with EC. I think they're going to go with that defensive uh, flat, or not flat back, but um, uh, just the the five back with uh, just essentially the same thing. I think we will see McGuire coming out, uh, <clears throat> just because just because uh, we do have a lot of uh, speed in the back now. So. Uh, McGuire's going to be there. It's going to be the same lineup, uh, minus Lindelof for for McGuire. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Oh, Jesus, it's okay that? to mute it, man. You scared the that? shit out of me and the fucking that? podcast people. Oh my yeah. god. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yo! I like it. Um, sorry I, about that. I boy. think no, you're good. You're good. I think it's going to play Bruno, um, Fred. And Matic, I think Matamane is going to sit down, even though he did really well, uh, because Ole is notorious for making bad decisions. And then um, uh, with Anthony Martial and Marcus Rashford, score same deal, 5-3-2. With a Matic and a, and a yeah, score, predict, uh, score prediction, I think 3-0 uh, United. Damn, that's good. That's bold right there. Hey, uh, we gotta br- we gotta bring that long dick of the law out and fucking slap some fucking lions in the face. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. I've never <laughs> well, you heard that you better know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I've never heard that. <laughs> All right, it's a moment. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna greets. Back five looks good. Uh, the wings <clears throat> I will stay the same. Basakatelis. I think he's going to keep Axel and drop Lindelof, <clears throat> and keep, and Harry Maguire will be in, and Shaw, um, Bruno, and uh, and the same Bruno, uh, Fred, and McTominay, and obviously um, um, Martial and um, and uh, Rashford. You said something earlier, EC, and my score prediction. I like the three-two. What you said, EC. I think it's going to be an open match. Because uh, we're at Chelsea's, you know, gonna put you know put the pedal to the metal. Uh, you said something interesting about uh, Mason, Mr. Mason Greenwood. Um, you know, uh, what is it, what's going on with him? Real quick, because we I know you have to go. What's going on with the uh, Mr. Mason? I mean, is 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 fame getting to his head? I mean, I mean, I I, I agree with what Ole's doing. He's t- you know he's like he's deflecting. And and keeping his you know trying to get the media off off this guy's back and and that's what Sir Alex used to do. It's a it's a it's a typical Sir Alex um, move, and I really like what Ola's you know Ola's doing. He's like, dude, y'all need to get off this guy. 
Um, but for the player himself, I mean, is he is he doing justice to himself and his career? Because I know there was a. Have you ever watched the Class of '92 film? There was a come to Jesus moment that uh, uh, Ryan Giggs had that he said he has to stop, you know, hanging out with the people that he's hanging out with, start becoming a professional. Is this is this um, Mason Greenwood's Ryan Giggs moment and say, you know what, I need to quit this shit out because I'm going to be left out? I mean, they're talking about not keeping, you know, meetings, not, not coming to meetings when he's supposed to, timing, and then the things are, that are off the pitch. The rumors are, obviously. Um, I mean, it's is he's too young. The stardom is barely. I mean, his stardom is is his star is barely rising, and it seems like he's messing it up. And you brought up, um, was it you, Revel Morrison? Who brought up Revel Morrison? No, somebody brought up Revel Morrison. But the, uh, again, Raphael Burke, when they talk about the Class of '92 film, it was another. It was another guy that you know just didn't you know, put it. You know, thought his talent was going to take him everywhere, and he never made it because he didn't put in that work. Is is Mason? Greenwood on the the same path. I hope he's not because I love the man. I love the guy. I'm sorry, in a in a in a player fan kind of way, not a. It's know, okay to say no homo. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna. Say hey, that. there's nothing wrong with just saying you love a man. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> God just damn it, it see that was beautiful. That was beautiful. So well, look, well I, I I hope I hope that it's just rumors. I hope Ole's not just lying to to cover up because I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I was looking at the, the 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 clippings and I was like, we got a horrible freaking apple. Great kid, tons of ability, just doesn't give a crap about the rest of it. Like he just wants to go play. We all know you can't do that. You got to be on time. I am. I speak for many many people when I say, none of us were eighteen years old with a hundred grand in the bank every week. So we don't know what the hell that's like. We don't know what that pressure is. We don't know if his mom and dad are still in his life. He broke up with his girlfriend here recently. So who knows what's coming in and out of that door? That's another distraction, right? So let's just hope that the likes of an Edison, I don't want to put Tony in there because he's 25 and he's still young, but let's hope that somebody like Cavani can get to him. Skullskar played striker can get to him and say, man, as, as good as you are right now, if you can just focus on this and just do this, your legacy will be they, – they could put a statue out front. You could break Rooney's record mm. if you just keep your head on and just focus on football. Um, and so I, I liked Ole and what he said. I hope he's not lying to Jesus's point. Managers do that, so let's not get it twisted that they won't come out and say – Everything's great. Everything's good. Look, kids on time, <laughs> you know, just so the kid doesn't lose his head. Uh, because, you know, if any of that stuff's true, trust me, people are going to get on to you and they're going to find you out. The, lo- the locker room was sort of out. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I really hope oh. if, Bruno, if Bruno's the captain now, <laughs> I hope the locker room sorts it out. But I mean, I, I don't really don't care if Ole lies to me and says, you know, this, this, and that. Because I, I mean, that, I would expect the manager to say, no, 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 we're good. We don't need no rumors, but hey, y'all guys in the locker room, you sort this guy out. If not, well, we'll ship him out. Well, that's the thing because they're winning right now without him, and you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, what have you we done for lately? <laughs> We're playing, but yeah, but what what are, you, what are you doing in this run? Yeah, you're sitting on the bench collecting news articles. We're, we're catching news articles of you not showing up and 
being in places you're not supposed to be for COVID and like, what, like, what are you doing? Cause we're out here trying to, trying to get back to prominence. So, you know, you've got a lot of these kids, Angel Gomez, you got Chung, uh, Garner, a lot of these kids are gone, right? And they're out playing and they're getting PT and they're getting experience and they're scoring goals, a lot of these kids. And, and, and this is the kid that's supposed to be the best of all of them. You got to think too, Brandon's not been in the fold for a while, right? He's not getting on airplanes. He ain't doing nothing with us. So, there's yeah, he's not, playing with the youth right now. Yeah, so there's not there's not a lot of room for you can screw up when you're 18 years old. They just put you back on the academy and say, figure it out. And then when you're ready to be a big boy, you come back to the senior squad. So I hope to see him tomorrow. I hope to see him play. I hope to see him score because he's got it all in him, like you said, Asus and Matt. But I just if, – if he is a knucklehead and he's getting all this money, a lot of times, man, it's hard to tell a kid anything. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, like I said, we haven't been in that position where – here you are, you just turned, you're just barely an adult. And they're like, here, man, here's 60 grand for the week. And we'll do it again next week. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I, I, I'm just saying, I know that has to come with a lot of pressure being in England, growing up in the academy, every little girl that's now an old girl that was on you is on you even tougher. You know, every, every pundit that, that has an opportunity to spin a story about a wonder kid, they're going to spin it. So you have to look out at all angles. You have to look at all the family members that got their hands out trying to get something from you. All that stuff's coming at this kid and he's just barely an adult. So I hope it's all untrue. I'm literally wearing the Mason Greenwood shirt right now. I love the kid. I I think the sky's the limit, but I'm going to tell you right now, man, if you don't focus just on football, I want to say it was Jerry Rice gave an interview and said, I know it was uh, Shannon Sharp who said, Man, when I was playing, I was a horrible father, straight up. Didn't see my kids, didn't didn't hang out, miss birthdays, because I wanted to be the best. And so you have to sacrifice. That's something that he's going to have to learn to do. If you want to be the best at a sport, you're going to have to sacrifice some things. So I hope he's doing all right. I wish him all the best, and I hope to see him out on the pitch tomorrow. Well, it's a good segue that you had with girls being on him. Uh... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> get back get to our next topic and real quick topic guys i think there was a theme of our the the theme of this show uh was this what's come out about mr aaron wambasaka and matt you sent this to me um i i i i don't know what to say um, I, I mean, I don't care, dude. I mean, wh- whatever the Duke does off the pitch, I don't care. But what disturbed me is, about is what this chick, uh, I don't even know, <coughs> Jesse Lingard's ex, uh, ex-girlfriend or whatnot. It's like a weird love triangle with these Instagram. Why, guys, date a doctor or a lawyer. Why are you getting all these messed up in these Instagram models? They're going to put your shit out there, dude. Like, literally. Like, what? Why are you messing around <laughs> with these chicks? Instagram. They're this on a platform. I, They're on a platform. This is what I was telling you, bro. Yeah. OBJ, 20, man. When OBJ. you're 20 years old, 25, you got money to spend. These guys have no you game, know. dude. It's like, come on, man. You never you know. You never keep anything discreet. And you know these and, girls are sliding in DMs. And, and these guys sending nasty. all kinds of photos. He's nasty. He's very nasty. It's like <laughs> 
nasty. Man, I don't think he's nasty. I think he's just a freak, and I fucking appreciate that about old Osaka. Uh, uh, so if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking don't about even Aaron say Wan-Bissaka. it. Just say look at the video. I'm, say, not look gonna, at the, I'm not going to say look, it. Just tell him look at the it. look at the Breach Report video. That's all you have to say because it's nasty, man. That guy's nasty. You kiss your mother with that mouth, man. Hey, I can't hate. I can't hate. I'm just going to sit here and tell you. I've been married for. Let me just put don't it even out there. say DC. Let me just put it out there. Yeah, just, I'm gonna be real man. with you guys. I love it's, you guys, so I'm gonna be there. real. I'm gonna be real with you guys. Yeah. I've been married 17 years. Been my wife 20. Okay, so I didn't have very many whole years. Okay, let's just oh, just gonna be real with you guys. Okay, my wife's but, but if anyone, if anyone is gonna have some whole years, okay. It's gonna be a football player who's twenty to twenty five years old making a hundred grand a week. I don't care. I don't care so, if he's going doing that. But I, just I think get it. Nasty. I, I understand it though. I'm just saying. I get it. I look. They're passing them around. Yeah, I don't know. We're pa- they're passing them around. <laughs> they're all having fun. Look, just as I say, this is I talk about my whole years. My wife walks into the room. Oh, you no, know, you were talking about your Listen. lack thereof. I know. You I, know, I know. Yeah, I know there was a lack like, thereof. But I'm just saying, isn't that key and pill? Where they they want to talk shit, crap about said, their wives, Bee. yes. But as soon as they talk crap about their wives, their wife yeah. walks into the room. I'm you not lying that? to you guys. We're, look at that. There she Uh-oh. is. Right there she hey. just walked into the room. <laughs> so yes, no. The the lack thereof. I'm saying these guys are in their prime of that, so they're gonna do the nasty, nasty stuff. No, that's with nasty. These nasty random women. No, Let's no, just no, hold- no, 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 it's not. No, no. Let's just let's just hope there's no STDs rolling around Man United, because if that happens and they have to say that the guy has a sprained ankle when really he's got herpes, so he can't play. Hello, Valtrex on his lip or something. Hello, Valtrex there, so he can't play because he's itching all day. Let's just hope oh, that maybe man. that's what's wrong with Mason. Maybe that's why he's hey, out. But you know what? Throughout all this shit, the fucked up thing is. Uh, and it's not necessarily a fucked up thing. Um, uh, I wish I wish Aaron Wambasaka and his future potential baby on the way within this love triangle. But he's got he's got he's got a baby coming coming down the fucking pipeline, man. He's got a, a apparently it's his. Who knows? Maybe Jesse Lingard. Maybe I, I don't I don't fucking know. But nobody knows. But anyway. Uh, you know, this is going to pose problems. This is this could potentially pose problems. And that's what I was telling Jesus. I was like, listen, man, if, if the boy wants to fucking, you know, get snowballed, let him get snowballed. Um, you know, but uh, <laughs> I said it. Uh, but, you know, if, if as long as it doesn't affect his game, man, let it let I a boy it, be. Right you let a boy be, man. <laughs> if he wants a bat for the other team, let a boy be. I don't fucking care. Well, that's how we end the show, guys. Uh, if you want to bat for your team, we as Manchester United don't care. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for a great show. Uh, no, we got we got to get out. So say goodbye, guys. Later. Go out and vote. See you guys that echo that. Go out and vote and uh, go United. See you guys. Go later. see. Yeah, we'll talk after Chelsea, guys. Thank you, um, our fans. Uh, who am I supposed to thank again? I forgot. Uh, thanks to the row from the Roanoke podcast, uh, Mark Hutchai's son from South Texas Trainwreck, to tour my advice. I also want to have food trucks. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to call him Anthony Huey, but I know yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Anthony Huey, uh, Axe Daddy's Throw House. If you're all in South Texas, uh, go check his, uh, his, um, his business out, Axe Daddy's. If you want to rent, rent that out. 
And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Where you at, Lucky Diaz? I ain't drunk enough to do that. Shamika, Keisha, Tara, Sabrina, Crystal, Karana, Felicia, Tanisha, can't find a man that can satisfy me. Now some guys go hour, hour and a half, that's it. A man's got to put in overtime for me to get off.